we were talking about the prayer of importunity, but today we will be talking about tongues. Tongues, 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 tongues. It's a very important subject. People, some people get concerned when they hear about tongues. Some have come to church here, heard us talking in tongues, and turned and ran like something was pursuing them. Now, tongues is prayer or utterance inspired by the Holy Ghost in an unknown tongue or language unknown to the one speaking with the tongues. Amen? We cannot talk about tongues without talking about the Holy Ghost, who is the one giving the utterance. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, the Bible says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Um, If the Holy Ghost is there, the natural progression would be speaking with tongues under the new covenant, under the new testament. There were no speaking with tongues under the old testament. But when you're full and overflow in the New Testament, you speak with other tongues. And it's for a good reason. Because the things that you're talking about, God does not want in the realm of the senses. Because even you will be quiet when you know what you're talking about. Some of it, not all of it. Praise the Lord. Now, what are tongues? We know that certain Orthodox Christians think it is gibberish. In fact, the Webster Dictionary says it is pretentious or needless obscure language. That is um, where the dictionary writer is ignorant about what he's writing about. Um, I'm, I'm bold to say that Webster is ignorant as it has to do with tongues. You cannot talk about something you do not know anything about. To that extent, they're ignorant. But it is not needless and it's not pretentious. Um, Man's understanding of stuff is still limited and we're still learning. Even the best of scientists are learning. Now, tongues is a language. It's just a language not known to the speaker. Praise the Lord. It is heavenly. Amen. It is a gift of God. Glory be to God. And... um, we put together, a, or I put together something here that would best describe what tongues is. All these years up to now, in the use, and you go through scripture, eventually you'll come to this conclusion. You can only improve on it, but you can throw it out. Tongues is a spiritually coded language or a means of communication inspired by the Holy Ghost. Through our human spirits, unto God our Father, glorifying Him and making requests concerning the kingdom of God and all His saints, in order to accomplish the divine purpose upon the earth. The Apostle Paul in First Corinthians chapter two. I'm going to read from uh, from verse. Um, let me start it from verse one. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech, of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything 
among you same Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Uh, that is, it's esoteric knowledge of the initiated, praise the Lord Jesus. It's a secret. We, we speak this wisdom in the Holy Ghost. Then it's downloaded to us. Amen. Jesus said, I have many things to the disciples. He said, I have many things to say to you. Howbeit you're not able to bear them now or yet. He said, but when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide into all truth and he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and he shall show you things to come. Hallelujah. Why couldn't, if it were just things that, you know, just a matter of you just uh, saying things to people and their mind should be able to get it after all, Jesus. He knew that the mind needed some divine tweaking to be able to get to the point where it has the capacity to receive these truths. Amen. So he gave us the Holy Ghost. So some of the things that God wants to do or say to us, if he were saying it in plain language, we will not, may not believe it. We'll shut our mouths. We won't say it the way the Spirit of God will want it said. Glory be to God. So he coded it. And so when we pray in the Spirit, we're praying the wisdom of God, the perfect will of God concerning our lives. And remember, when we're talking about prayer, that God does nothing in the earth except in answer to prayer or at the request of, or the request of man. Man has to call upon the Lord to get something done. So what God does is to call a, call a man and introduce this idea to the man. And when he introduces the idea to the man, the man accepts it, then God begins to do it. Because the Bible says that the heaven of heavens is God's throne. And the earth has he given to the children of men. Hallelujah. He has given the earth to who? The children of men. Glory be to Jesus. So we speak these things in a mystery. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that, let, let's continue to read, praise Praise the Lord Jesus. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Now, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed them unto us, by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, 
but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit, of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. But neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who had known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. So when we're praying in the spirit, we're praying or speaking the wisdom of God, the things ordained even before the foundation of the world for our glory. We're speaking the wisdom of God. Now, if somebody was ill, the wisdom of God is for the person to be well. If somebody was poor, the wisdom of God was for you to be well provided for according to the sacrifice of Calvary. But the thing is, when you're in that place where you do not have the right knowledge or understanding. The Bible says that true knowledge shall the just be delivered. So if that knowledge is not in you, you gotta, when you're praying in the spirit, the Holy Ghost will begin to search the libraries that are, you know, if inside of you, is there anything I can use here? If there isn't, okay, but I do know that in the word of God, this is what he says. So he will begin to nudge you to study. So you, you go read, read, read this. If you read that, you will see this. And then you're talking to God. And, and then he's, he's making intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Romans chapter 8. Praise the Lord Jesus. Verse 26. He says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Makes intercessions or intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That is groanings, not in articulate speech. Praise the Lord. Then verse 27 tells us what's going on. He says, he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. In that place when we're praying in the spirit, God begins to do things. If somebody's done something wrong and the Holy Ghost is praying and he's, you know, he's, he's telling your spirit, uh, this is this. Then your spirit will say that. He says, say Baba. He say Baba. And then you say, he begins to tell you what you're saying, you know, to say things. And you're saying them, it's coming out of your lips, but your mind is not fruitful. Your mind does not know what you're saying. And it is not needful for your mind to know. All that it suffices that your mind should know is that you're saying something right and something good and something to the glory of God. Hallelujah. You're not, um, you're not saying something evil. Glory be to God. So when the day of Pentecost was fully come, I said all that to say this. They were all in one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Hallelujah. And filled all the house where they were seated. And they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And he sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them 
utterance. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. And when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? How hear we every man in his own tongue? wherein we were born, all right, Persians, uh, uh, Medes, uh, Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and in Judea, and Cappadocia, and in Pontus, and Asia, and Pygia, and Pamphylia, and Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, and Jews, and proselytes, uh, Cretes, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues, the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking said, these men are full of new wine. He said, but Peter stood up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them. But before I do that, let me say why I read all of that. God could have left it a mystery, but he decided to interpret to the people what was being said in an unknown tongue. So that people are not in doubt as to what is being transmitted. So, so, so that people don't assume he's cursing people out. Or there are people are, you know, saying something weird or blaspheming and all of that. You know, some people are in doubt as to, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. Who knows whether I'm abusing God or something like that. You're not. It is by faith that we do the things that we're supposed to do. Hallelujah. By faith. Glory be to Jesus. All right, let's, let's go back. Now, when Jesus, I'm going to show you this pattern also. The Bible tells us how that Jesus was walking on water and was walking, he was, he was about to, you know, when he had asked the disciples to go to the other side. And they were, they were, they were, they were heading in that direction. And the, the Bible says that he came walking on water and he would have passed them by. And when they saw him, they were afraid because they thought that he was a ghost. But before that fear could get into them, Jesus said, be not afraid, it is I. You know why? God never uses fear to teach you anything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, I'm reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. He said, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, Howbeit in the spirit, he speaketh what? Hidden secrets, mysteries. You know, we talked about mysteries in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, right? Praise the Lord. But if he was talking, if this is tongues that he's talking about, how come in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, the first time that the Holy Ghost came upon the brethren, when they were speaking with tongues, people were understanding what they were saying in their various languages. So you would think that it should continue like that, if it's the same thing. But I'm saying that God did something there. He did mass interpretation. So one person is speaking, or two or three people are speaking with tongues, and God is supernaturally interpreting it to the people. It's a gift of the Holy Ghost. He, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. But he is letting us know that ordinarily when you speak with tongues, 
Just like on that day when the Holy Ghost came, there were cloven tongues as of fire sitting on each one's head. But after that day, it doesn't really happen except God decides to do something like that. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, the, but the crux of it is the fact that we speak mysteries, hidden secrets, ordained for our glory. We glorify God and we make requests. The Holy Ghost makes requests on our behalf. He orders us into the plan of God for our lives as we're praying in the spirit and making God's purpose come to pass. We ought to at least as believers spend some, say about an hour a day, bare necessity minimum. Jesus said to the disciples in the garden of, uh, in, 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 uh, in the garden where he was um, about to, when he was about to be arrested to be crucified, he said to them while they were sleeping, he would come and wake them up. He would say, could you not watch with me one hour? And he come to the disciples and father them asleep and said unto Peter, what could you not, could ye not watch with me one hour? And he said, pray that ye enter not into temptation. Now, the Bible says here that when we speak with tongues, our spirit prays, but our understanding is unfruitful. Hallelujah. Or no man understands what we're saying. Somewhere else it says that our understanding is unfruitful. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, when, when, when the Spirit of God began to want to um, 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 let us see that, you know, when it comes to us being in the house of God and um, teaching that we shouldn't do it in tongues. I shouldn't come up here and be talking to you in tongues and expecting you to understand what I'm saying. No, but in corporate prayer, as believers, we can pray in tongues. We understand each other. At that time, when we're having these prayer meetings, we're not, it's not unbelievers that we're ministering to or that we're trying to get to win to the Lord. We're talking to believers. And as believers, we're, we're, we're reaching out to, up to God to get something to make a request on our behalf or behalf of someone else who's in danger. Praise the Lord. Now, it says to us that... He said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Which means I am not the one, I'm not, it's not the realm of my mind. What my mind does is to stay out of the way and allow my spirit to pray. When we pray in tongues, we are bringing the super of God into the natural. We're superimposing the ways of God upon this world. When we're talking here, you need to see what is happening in the realm of the spirit. When we're praying in other tongues, we're talking to our father, which is in heaven. We're speaking in other tongues. If you have a, if you feel that you have a mental health issue, what you need to do is to pray in the spirit. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And you begin to pray in the spirit. You pray until you dominate the environment. You pray until your mind becomes sound. Because everything that comes from God is good. 
So as I'm praying in the spirit, the mind of Christ is activated. When I pray in the spirit, I, the, the divine, that is, Bible says we'll be made partakers of the divine nature through the promises. The son of God, who's the real me, will begin to talk. So when I'm talking in other tongues, I'm praying in the spirit, the, the real me comes alive in that realm. And you're not dealing with a mere man. You're dealing with a son of God. The joint hair with Christ is not this one. It's the inner man. And when you're praying in the spirit, you're talking in other tongues, a time comes when, when he takes over. What I mean is the Holy Ghost takes over. You see the oneness between you and the Father. Boldness comes from there. The miracles come from there. The supernatural comes from there. That is dunamis. That's where it's coming from. That's the spirit of might. That's the same spirit that works miracles. That is firepower. That power, the devil can't stand it.